0: WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. That's WonderfulPistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 733 10 Reasons Why You're Gaining Belly Fat, Part 1 by Summer Banks with DietSpotlight.com. And I'm your host and narrator, Dr. Neil. Happy Wednesday and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I read some of the best health and fitness blogs to you, usually with a little bit of commentary at the end. Now, today's post is a bit on the longer side, so I'll read the first half today and then finish it up for you tomorrow. And it's the middle of the week, so we're due for a little inspiration. Quote, The important thing is this, to be able at any moment to sacrifice what we are for what we could become. Charles Dubois. I thought that quote was perfect because yesterday we were talking about investing in yourself and how today is the perfect day to start that fitness program or that new meal plan that's healthier that you were hoping to start and you finally got around to it. If this all sounds new, definitely check out yesterday's episode, that was episode 732, to hear more about that. Oh, and don't forget, I answer your questions every Friday. You can send one in at oldpodcast.com slash ask. If you do, you'll be entered into small special raffles to win books from us. and also. If I haven't responded to your question, definitely listen to this Friday's episode. I'm doing another Q&A speed round episode. I'll explain more at the end in case you don't know what I'm talking about. But for now, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. 10 Reasons Why You're Gaining Belly Fat, Part 1, by Summer Banks, with dietspotlight.com. It should be no surprise that having an excess of belly fat is incredibly unhealthy. To use more technical terminology, the extra belly fat is more commonly known as visceral fat in the medical world, and according to Dr. Axe, this is referring to the fatty area which encompasses the liver along with other abdominal organs. There is even an increased risk of serious health issues if you are of average weight yet still pack on some extra fat around your belly. According to the Annals of Internal Medicine, this is called normal weight central obesity. So here is a list of 10 things that can contribute to visceral fat in your stomach. One, trans fats and belly fat. In the world of unhealthy fat, there is none unhealthier than trans fat, and this is according to the Mayo Clinic. According to the American Heart Association, trans fats are made by adding hydrogen to unsaturated fats to make them more stable. Nowadays, companies want their products to last as long as possible, which is also known as shelf life. So, they accomplish this by adding trans fats to their goods, such as muffins, frozen pizza, packaged foods, crackers, cakes, microwave popcorn, and baking mixes. And this is all according to the Cleveland Clinic. In addition to this, there have been a plethora of animal studies and medical research indicating that trans fat could be the culprit behind excess belly fat. One study in the Journal of Obesity showed that by its completion, male African green monkeys that were given an 8% trans fat diet experienced significant weight gain coupled with increased intra-abdominal fat deposition, even though each of the subject groups were taking in enough calories to maintain their individual weight. So the final verdict is that trans fats elevate insulin resistance as well as increase belly fat and inflammation that could lead to some serious health risks. Two low-protein diets. One of the best ways to possibly prevent weight gain is consuming enough dietary protein. According to research in the Journal of the American College of Nutrition, when you eat a meal that is higher in protein, you feel more full or satiated. High-protein diets may also increase thermogenesis, as well as producing a sustained reduction of caloric intake, and this is according to the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition. Low-protein meals, on the other hand, could lead to a significant increase in belly fat over a long period of time. Additionally, there have been several other studies indicating that individuals who take in the highest amount of protein in their diets experience the least amount of excess belly fat. Studies published in Mineral and Electrolyte Metabolism and Nature Medicine found that neuropeptide Y, which is a polypeptide consisting of 36 amino acids, causes high appetite, and belly fat gain. The levels of neuropeptide Y may be elevated when your protein intake is too low, and this is according to the Journal of Nutrition. So the final verdict? Consuming insufficient protein could raise the sensation of hunger and increase belly fat while raising neuropeptide Y. Three, sugary foods and beverages. You may not realize it, but you could be taking in way more sugar in your daily diet than you think. Foods that are high in sugar include candy, cakes, muffins, and frozen yogurt. Along with those, there are soda, flavored coffee drinks, and sweet tea. There have been reports in the Journal of Nutrition that showcase the connection between high amounts of sugar consumption and excess belly fat. The primary cause may be high levels of fructose content in the added sugars of these products, and this is according to the Journal of the American College of Cardiology. Regular sugar and high fructose corn syrup, or HFCS, are abundant in fructose. A 10-week study published in the Journal of Clinical Investigation set out to test the effects of dietary sugars during sustained consumption. Obese participants were instructed to ingest fructose-sweetened drinks containing 25% of their daily energy requirements, and they did this for 10 weeks. And they found that this led to a reduction in insulin sensitivity and an increase in belly fat. Another report in the European Journal of Clinical Nutrition showed a decrease in metabolic rate along with significant declines in net fat oxidation in those who were given a similar diet, one that was high in fructose. It should be stressed that high amounts of sugar in any shape or form could result in weight gain and other health issues, but sugar-sweetened drinks could very well be leading the charge. Sweetened beverages such as soda allow the consumer to consume copious amounts of sugar in a much shorter period. Studies in the International Journal of Obesity have pointed out that calories from liquids do not have the same effect as calories from solid foods, highlighting the fact that drinking beverages does not supply the satiety that solid foods do. Solid foods may lead you to eat less or choose a different food instead. Ingesting an energy-yielding drink poses a higher risk for the promotion of positive energy, more so than a macronutrient-matched solid or slightly solid food. This is according to a study in the Journal of the American Dietetic Association. So the final verdict is that belly fat gain may be caused by consuming large quantities of drinks containing high fructose corn syrup and sugar, which could also be very harmful to your health. Four, belly fat and alcohol. Alcohol is known to possess harmful as well as beneficial effects on human health. On the other hand, significant amounts of alcohol intake could cause inflammation and a number of other health issues according to Medline Plus and the World Journal of Gastroenterology. There are studies that show that alcohol suppresses fat burning and excess calories from alcohol may be stored as belly fat. If you've ever heard someone say, you've got a beer belly, it's possible it could be due to actual alcohol consumption. According to a study in Epidemiology and Health, They show that male individuals who ingest more than three alcoholic beverages per day are 80% more likely to experience extra fat around their belly as opposed to men who consume less alcohol per day. So it's important to point out that the amount of alcohol ingested in a single day could be the cause of excess belly fat. One study in the Journal of Nutrition evaluated the effects of drinking in moderation with belly fat, suggesting that those who ingested less than one drink per day had the least amount of belly fat while those who had consumed less alcohol in general, but more on the days where they binged, were more likely to possess excess belly fat. So the final verdict, consuming alcohol in large quantities is linked to several health issues, as well as playing a significant role in excess belly fat. Five, hear that on tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled, 10 Reasons Why You're Gaining Belly Fat Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. As Summer mentioned, a lot of these things are associated with increased belly fat, but it doesn't mean that any one of these will cause you to have belly fat. It's really a combination of factors. And so as you're listening to this, if there are things where you go, oh, you know what? I do consume more alcohol, for example, than I really should be. Well, then that might be something you consider cutting back on. And then you might see some of that belly fat start to shrink. Or maybe you do love your daily soda. Well, we mentioned that sodas are often a concentrated source of sugar. And so if you're able to cut back on your soda intake, even by half a can a day, that may also help contribute to less belly fat. So as you're listening, hopefully you don't feel too discouraged, but instead are empowered. Empowered to try new things, maybe things you haven't thought about doing to help reduce the risk of getting that belly fat. Now, let's say you start decreasing your soda intake or start decreasing your alcohol intake, and then nothing seems to happen around your midsection. It all seems to be just sitting there. Well, first, Keep at it, stay consistent. That's one of the best ways to help reduce belly fat. And then, like I've mentioned on other episodes, you may wanna mix up your routine even more. Maybe you add something new to your exercise routine or start exercising or mix up your diet a little bit. Those can help too. And then, of course, we'll continue with this list tomorrow. Oh, and before I go, like I mentioned at the top of the show, I answer your questions right here on the podcast every Friday in special Q&A episodes. You can ask me anything related to diet and nutrition, stress management, exercise, and lots more. Just call and leave me a message with your question. The phone number is 61 love ohd Or you can send in an audio question through our website, oldpodcast.com ask. If you do it that way, you can do multiple takes and hear yourself before sending it in. And if you send in a question, you're entered into special raffles to win books every month. And don't forget, if I haven't answered your question yet and are starting to feel frustrated, it's possible I may be answering it this Friday. So this Friday, I'm gonna answer multiple questions all within 10 minutes, so all within one episode. All right, that does it for today. I hope you have a great rest of your Wednesday. I'll see you back here for tomorrow's show where we'll finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits.